When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, one. Uh, uh, What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is. Preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? I'm the Celtic Warrior, Seamus. Ward Lowe here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. I would never have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. I mean, I guess we can move along to the topics of this of the show. Talk a little bit of the wrestling stuff because I thought this week was actually pretty exciting overall. I was digging a lot of stuff. You guys Y'all. want to talk a little? You guys want to talk a little SmackDown? Let's do it. Yeah, let's a little. Uh, let's do a little. Uh, cheers to uh, fans first sports network for bringing you, uh, you know, like another dive bar episode. Just time says, still don't have those hard Mountain Dews in New York, which is lame. And everywhere I look for them, they don't deliver here. That can't be fucking mm-hmm. true. It might be illegal in New. York. It might be illegal in New York because I know that they have like weird rules with like caffeine and alcohol. That is true. I think they were the first ones to outlaw for loco. Yeah, and now they got soft for loco, which doesn't make you angry. It's dose loco. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Half the loco. I see what you yeah. did there. Yeah. I don't even speak Spanish. Fifty percent less loco. <laughs> you guys ever have sparks? It was an energy, oh, it was orange energy drink. Yeah, those are interesting. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. those I could do one, but if I did two, night, night, I would fucking black out, not remember shit, yeah. real bad. <laughs> yeah, one of them was good, and then I could drink my regular stuff. But if I had two and drank my regular stuff, it was no good. Yeah, yeah. so I think Sparks is gone now. I don't think people still make Sparks. I don't think so either. I used to work for the distributor for Sparks. That shit was crazy. Jesus. Uh, let's see. So SmackDown, December 15th, 2023. Like this is also the, what we're covering today is like the end of the live shows, I think for the rest of the year. Right. Like, um, I think Mm -hmm. we're going to get some sort of pre-tape thing and then they're going to do a, I don't even think it's like a pre-tape episode. I think it's kind of like what they did the last couple of years where it was like a best of, or remember it was like hosted by Becky and Corey Graves or some shit. Weird. Yeah. I think Rosenberg is doing it this year. Ah, yeah. No. Just the just the best of. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but fucking Rose. How does Rosenberg what even? He's not qualified. Why, it's because Sam does best of. everything else. <laughs> Sorry, you don't get another twelve hours of Sam Roberts. 
You mean Sam does everything else? He does the kickoffs. Well, I guess he does all those uh, ultimate shows, which is better fitting for him than Rosenberg. Rosenberg is just the worst. Oh my god! Where I street, he doesn't fucking like you either. Yeah, dude, we'll fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, open up with Roman. Roman's back. He to ones. And uh, what are you guys feeling about Roman right now and a bloodline? I feel okay with it. Like, they're making him important, which, cool. Um, they're making the st- they're, they're making Solo and Jimmy a secondary important, like, element, too. That said, it does feel like it's gone on just a note too long. Like, I'm kind of tired of not seeing the belt on the show. Um, as and it feels it feels plenty important. So, I think it's the perfect time for it to go off of him. You know. Yeah. I feel like the Roman character is totally cold for me right now. He's super predictable. The way he talks has gotten pretty formulaic. Um, his big swerves you can see a thousand miles away now because he just sets him up the same way every time. The whole like you know more or less saying the, who the next tribal prince is uh, pre uh, chief's going to be the tribal prince and he says jimmy welcome me and and you know saying congrats to solo more or less and it's like we know that the first person he's talking to is never who he's talking to yeah he just doesn't do that and we know that he's going to lead someone on to then say it's this guy boom like he does that every time so like at this point it's not interesting like Orton coming out was cool because it was all like, okay, now we can do something. Now we can get somewhere. But it feels like a lot of what Roman's saying to me feels like static. Well, and the amount of times Roman talks and Paul Heyman sits there and I I would really love your mouthpiece to talk for you for a little bit more. You know, not just when you're on nights off because he's great. Yeah. Yeah, but even Paul Heyman's going to have to pull stuff out of thin air, you know, because I agree in the sense that we haven't seen any evolution is because what built the character hasn't happened, right? The reason why Roman was so, you know, high up, high up, undeniable, undeniable, because every single week there was a new fold, new layer, new development, strengthening, strengthening, strengthening. Then it solidified, and now it's just been resting in this place. When he does come back, though, there is a, a sense of that he is important. So I do like that. Mm-hmm. But to Marsh's point, the predictability makes it go, okay, well, what's next? Because we've seen this already. So I am 50-50 now, but it's just because we don't see him enough. And I don't know if that's a title needs to leave, so the title's there, or he just needs to show up more often. But then when he shows up, it doesn't. It only feels important on face value. Oh, Roman's going to be here. We don't usually get to see him. I better watch it. But then when you're watching, you're going, I don't know why I'm yeah. watching this. Right. Like, this so is, this is nothing. If you know? he was here for five, six weeks in a row, telling the stories, doing the Sammy stuff, doing the Jay stuff, now doing that with Jimmy and Solo or Paul Heyman or Randy, whatever, if he's building that week after week, it's going to feel more important because when he did that before, that's what that's what made him this tribal chief because he was doing it consistently. Unless you just think there's no gas left in the tank. That's what I think. Okay. I think that, that we're in a holding pattern. I think that they are that they have dates in mind for when things are meant to occur and they just need to get to those dates and a lot of what the blood doing is getting to those dates 
where it was kind of like sped up and going at like a train for a while there. And now it's like, well, we didn't have anything in mind except for the next date. So if we keep them off TV for three months and then pop them on there for just 10 minutes, we can kind of keep the gas light going. Uh, but there's nowhere for the story to go. We're not going what? anywhere necessarily. And, and when we get to the point where they're going to be going somewhere, that's going to be fast. That's going to be like a rumble to mania thing where now boom, 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 boom. Here's the story we wanted to tell. I think they well, just the, have nothing. The story of the story they're developing of the split between them with Jimmy and solo, like what they're doing is they're setting this up. So this could be done without Roman present. Like you can just do the story totally independent of Roman so he can have he can be out for more and then further that idea of him being special. I mean, I guess it's a chicken of the egg conversation at this point. Like, because I don't disagree with any of that. I think I I think for me, I guess it's just my hunch is they're doing those things because they have nothing. And so, like, well, if we have Jay Jimmy and Solo inch along and we keep Roman out of it, then it doesn't have to move along very fast. We can just slow it way down. And then when mm -hmm. Roman shows up, he'll just wave and smile to the babies. And then everyone will be like, oh, yeah, Roman's still the top guy. That's cool. You know what I mean? But that's all it feels like because he comes out and go, oh, that's cool. I will say yeah. Orton coming out felt fucking cool. Uh, and that's what we'll get into about it. Because I, I, as much as I like it all, Justin says Roman coming back used to make the show feel bigger, but all the luster is gone. And I think that this promo to me solidified the luster is gone because this promo of of Roman before Randy came out felt like nothing, right. felt like complete static. And that's what I meant by like, uh, you say, you know, if he was weak, well, I just think you'd have more nothing every week. If he doesn't show up for three months and he comes in and shows you nothing, it's deflating because you go, I waited for that. Think about CM Punk's first promo back. The promos afterwards have been decent. You know, the one with, with Seth felt mm -hmm. like going somewhere, right? But that yeah, first he didn't one, talk. <laughs> but, but that first one he came back for was deflating for everyone I yeah. know who likes punk and everyone I know who doesn't like punk. We all were waiting to be like, what's this punk going to look like? And then what we got, we went, this is why did I fucking wait for this? The yeah. next ones you go, okay, I guess we're going somewhere now. But you don't want to be, you want to deflate the room. To, get, to start lifting up the fucking right. expectation, you know, just meet an expectation. And so for this Roman coming in and just being that flat, I was like, oh, so I guess when he shows up, it might not matter, you know. And yeah, that I think cool. I think what happened is he he perfected this character. I mean, I don't want to say too soon because it's been three years, but he's mm -hmm. perfected this character already. So yeah. that to your point, the gas is empty. The you know the the stock is high. It was as high as it was. This is it. There is no more growth to go. Um, yeah, this this character is fully matured. I I can see that, and that's why you know I thought you were gonna say uh, Randy coming out was awesome because he listens to the show. Yeah, and he you know he heard me, you know say what I said because he said it on TV. You know, yeah, he said it right out. Rome, uh, uh, Randy comes out. He says that you've made yourself into a legend. Dude, and R Randy's having so much fun still. Yes. Like, I guess him working with Riddle kind of reignited some stuff, but I think that injury and then not being sure if he came back just doubled that. 
You know what I mean? Because you can tell he's having so much fun doing this and he's doing it really fucking well. But yeah, I mean, that was the whole crux of that promo, right? Did I miss anything outside of that? You know, Roman, I'm coming for you. You're a legend and I'm a legend killer. And then, you know, they kind of tussled a little bit. I also wonder, truthfully, I feel like the high watermark for Roman was WrestleMania last year and it should have dropped off of him to Cody. That would have been great in so many ways. But this this storyline could have continued without a belt because Roman, you know, it has had a legendary reign. He's had a legendary career. Randy coming back in, it could still be that. And I think it would have more stake-wise with a, without a belt because, unfortunately, I don't see them putting it on Randy. So I'm I'm 50-50 on that. I, I agree with you in the – if this didn't have a belt, I'm already seeing Roman back to that vulnerable state, right? The thing mm-hmm. he has to hold on tangibly is that legend status. And who's the only person that can take legend status away from him, right? It's Randy. So that vulnerability he had in the very beginning of Tribal Chief, he can't lose this title because the belt means everything. The chief status means everything. It provides for blah, 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 right? The, the, all that shit that actually built this legend. But if he trans, he has to transition from chief to legend and then be killed by the legend killer. I, I, I actually like that story a lot better than Randy mm-hmm. going after the title. But yeah. because I said it last week, I believe on episode one, that if Randy comes out and calls him the legend, I'm the legend killer, that's the way to get the belt off of Roman. My problem is it's too soon uh, because Roman hasn't wrestled since SummerSlam. He would have to go out, whoop someone's ass real quick, give, give somebody else the business at Royal Rumble to when Randy can now say, okay, this is what you do. Well, I'm back. I'm ready to go. I want it now. And because the first match back for both of them, it just doesn't feel right. I don't know. No. Yeah. Just time says after SummerSlam, you could feel the tank running empty and not really telling anything with the rest of the bloodline doesn't help. Yeah. Cause they're inching that along too. And I love Jimmy. I think Jimmy's awesome. Uh, and I love solo too, if I'm honest, I think they're all great. It's just that this story has lost all of its steam and, and the point of it all. Like, so I was having this conversation with some folks uh, over the weekend. And I want to know what your guys' take on this, with this Roman thing. We keep talking about Tribal Chief. He was head of the table. He's GOAT. He was all those things. Um, but at this point, like you said, the most important thing to the Tribal Chief is that title, is that championship. And that's how they started it, right? He needed that championship to feed the family. They've put so made, so much weight on the Tribal Chief depending on that championship. Do you self-destruct Roman if he loses it? Like, do you destroy two things at once? Have you built it too big? Is this an economic bubble of Roman? Is the bubble going to burst? If Roman loses the title, can he still call himself the tribal chief? Right? If the next champion can't be Roman, then you fucked the title. Because now, no matter who has it next, for how little they're going to have it, you can't put it on another guy to have it for another four years. That won't happen. So now you're always going to have a lesser than. So you have to put the title on someone whose moment is bigger than the reign, right? The moment of winning needs to be bigger than than the actual title reign because for Roman, it's not about the moment. It's about the reign, right? But does he become lesser than for not having it? If he loses it, uh, let's say to uh, LA Knight next week, can Punk go to him and say, I still want to face you at WrestleMania in the main event, right? 
theoretically, the title's going to mean less anyways because it's on someone who's oh, just yeah. not Roman, right? Yeah. And so, does Roman lose his luck, his luster, if he's not the champion? And can you still say, "I want to fight you"? Does it mean as much to beat Roman anymore? You know what I mean? Like, I think over time we'll say, "Yeah, yes." If he were to lose, I think he has to disappear for like a year. Uh, mm-hmm. Unless, unless he's willing to do the redemption work on TV, right? Like, prove that he can still earn the money without the title. He prove he can still have that. It would take a lot of character work, a lot of time on TV. So I think you're right from a, you know, an outside looking in and an inside looking out perspective. This this is Roman winding down, right? It has That's to be. We're right? kind of all agreeing, right? So if he loses, he's gone. And he's got to be like, I think he's got to yeah. go into a Cena era after that. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't necessarily like that, like that because this has been so much fun. Um, When you were going yeah. on about uh Roman losing the steam since SummerSlam, I think, I think it's because Jay took it with him. Right. Like that yeah. yep. SummerSlam lifted Jay up to that next level that like when Jay was wrestling uh Seth the other week, if he won, we all believe it. Mm-hmm. We all we're, we're and we're all supporting it because it works. But that doesn't happen without Roman and that title. You know, I think the only one not to benefit from losing to Roman has been Drew. And, you know, <laughs> got to throw that out there. But Sammy did, you know, Sammy, if Sammy mm-hmm. goes out and beats Seth, Seth tomorrow for that title, you believe it, you know, and Jay the same way. So um, I don't know how many more of those are left, though. You know, yeah. how many more of those are left? And I just don't Jeez. think there are. Do you feel like maybe what's happening is um, with the situation now where they're kind of putting Solo and Jay against each other, that they're trying to capture lightning in a bottle again like they did with Jay? Like, we're going to try and do this again because we're in a holding pattern. we got to find something that works. Oh, that worked before. Let's do that again. It's tough. Maybe. I think Jay. I think Jay is just magic, man. I, I think he oh, yeah. he was able to tap into something that I don't want to say Jimmy doesn't have because I I think he does. But there's there's something really really fucking crisp about Jay. Something oh, yeah. really crisp about him. So I don't know if Jimmy just hasn't had those opportunities. I just don't know if it can happen with him too. It's a lot to ask. I th- I would think. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Drew's the only one who didn't become a bigger star after losing. When you look at the main event scene with Kevin and Sammy, uh, Jay, Cody, these and LA Knight even, still he's been able to maintain that steam. They were all bigger on the other side. Logan Drew Paul. McEnf- Logan Paul. Drew McEnfart's the only dude who's become a, a wet whoopee cushion. And not like a full whoopee cushion that you can use really well. But it's yeah. just like wet, so it's hard to blow up they stay really tight together. So you have to kind of pull it apart to blow into it, to fill up the whoopee cushion. But if it's wet, it's harder to get the air into it. So it's almost like a useless fart machine. Useless. What was that clump? I was my nickname in high school. Yeah. Uh, and then Justin Time says nobody will ever have a reign the length of Roman's current one. The day he loses the title, he really just stays on the same level he's he is now. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like that when he loses, we're talking about equal to or lesser than. We're not talking about a bigger Roman. And I feel like it's because we built him so big. I feel like if he lost it this past this past mania, that you could do a program with him and Punk, because Punk was an asshole 
that basically almost destroyed his entire career. And then Roman went on to become the tribal chief, right? He derailed Roman's entire career. So you could have this animosity between the two of them where Punk's like, hey, yeah, I've come to prove what I said beforehand. And Roman being like, I don't know if you just saw me make history for the last several years, but uh, no, I don't have anything to prove to you. You know what I mean? So I think that story could be told without the title. At this point, like with the title, I don't think that it makes it. I mean, I guess everything's bigger, but I just I'm saying like, I feel like no matter what happens when Roman loses, he has to disappear for a year so he doesn't become lesser than he remains equal to and then goes on to come back once a year for his WrestleMania. You know what I mean? So not not that I completely want it this way. Um, I, won't I was going to say solid song. Not my... me why <laughs> Go ahead. What's that? Tell me why. <laughs> um, let's say, what, what if what if Brandy wins at Rumble? Mm-hmm. Um, is there value in Roman losing again at Mania so Cody can beat Randy at Mania the following year? Or do you have Cody win at SummerSlam? Because Cody's got to, if Cody wins, he has to win at Mania, right? Like that, he has mm-hmm. to get the biggest moment. He can't do a SummerSlam moment. It has to be at Mania. Does so, it have to be at Mania, I, or could it be at the Garden? Because they took the title from his daddy at the Garden. Honestly, honestly, maybe Chicago. And whatever they want to put in Chicago. If they put SummerSlam in Chicago next year, do it there. But I think for Cody to get the pop he deserves at, the, at that title, ever since I heard him talk about Randy in that horrific promo before SummerSlam, that's where it started to click to me. I think him beating Randy for the title makes the most sense because there's actually a story to tell, not just yeah. Cody's story, but a full story. And I think yeah. him beating Randy for the title makes the most sense. So if Randy can take it off of Roman, you don't have to worry about building the next superstar off the off the defeat oh, of shit. Roman. You now have Randy holding it, and then that's where Cody gets it from. Legacy. Yeah, 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 because that's a good point, because of what we just said. Whoever has the title after Roman is just not Roman, except if you're already on Roman's level like a Randy. Yep. Because you cannot No offense to Cena. I love everything Cena's done, but Cena's played out, right? Like, Cena's essence right now is played out in the Roman sphere, right? But he could come back in the Randy sphere, but Cena can't do it because he's already come back during it, and it just doesn't work on Roman's level, but Randy could. Yeah, I, I think I, I honestly think that's the best way to treat Cody is to get it to Randy and then tell a real fucking story. Yeah, because Cody doesn't have to beat Roman. Correct. To- he has to win the title. Yes. That was my problem this past Mania. Cody's story doesn't make more sense than Roman's, but Cody's story with Randy makes so much more sense than anything with Roman ever would. That's true. That's why I don't fantasy book, bro. I'm really good at it. I don't know, man. That makes a lot of sense. Because here's the other deal. When you think about, too, because um, who who broke the streak? Who had the streak in his pants? Brock Lesnar. And a lot of people say that was wasted. But Brock Lesnar's gone on for another fucking 10 years with that. 100% of the time after Brock Lesnar has been in any match since he broke the streak, 
It was, it. I don't know, man. They might fucking give it to Brock. Brock's going to win. Yep. The very first thing you say is Brock's going to win. Yep. Every time. And Every no time. matter how many times it gets to the point where it's like, well, Brock cannot win this match for X, Y, Z. It's always like, but it's fucking Brock and he can win. He can win any of them because he becomes unbeatable at that point. Or, or if he can beat the unbeatable, then any given Friday, right? He could take the he could take that spot yeah. and no one's gonna no one's gonna blink no one's gonna be like how could this happen you go because it's fucking brock dude yeah. if if randy is as healthy as he says he is and looks he says he's got 10 more years left you could build another 10 on f- of beating romans back with randy and still spread the love to the cody story to the punk and roman concept because i think that's the big money match really punk and roman I don't like punk and I'm not interested in what he's doing. I'd be curious to watch how Roman would work with punk. You know what I mean? Like that's enticing to me as a not punk fan. Uh, So for me, it's kind of like, who do you want to see these guys go with? I think Randy actually is the safest one. He is the Brock Lesnar to Roman's undertaker there. You can't because. Yeah, because, because you can't tarnish him. He's built. He's the made man. Yeah. Punk takes the belt off Seth. Then it's Punk, Roman, and Mania with Roman becoming a face. Again, because I don't I think do Punk's going to work as a, as a face. I think Punk's going to have to work as a heel and or this weird middle ground, which he kind of works because Punk is so uh, bipolar within the community. Um, then have Roman come in like have him and Seth have this moment together where they're kind of back at it and then have Roman come in for punk. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Cody wins the rumble. Roman wins elimination chamber. Well, I mean, you can even do that in reverse. You can still have Roman come in the rumble. I, I don't know if I, I don't know how much I feel Cody winning back-to-back rumbles. Well, I think real quick, like, I don't think, I don't think Ro- Roman losing to Randy. I don't think we're booking him going forward. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't see a point in like. I get what you're saying. There's. There's. I again. One of the biggest reasons why I hate CM Punk is because the way he tarnished Roman's, you know, ability to become a star early on, and put the entire universe on the opposite side of Roman. So there's definitely a story to tell there. Yeah. But I don't see the value in in jumping there. Yeah. So, so maybe you wait, you know, just like Roman's schedule now. Again, he wasn't on TV since SummerSlam. You know, he hasn't needed to be. Uh, but going forward, yeah, I guess you bring him in, you know, just like this. A month before Rumble, here we go. And then Rumble to Mania, there you go. So, no. um, but my my biggest thing would just be if if you get the title off and give it to Randy. Um, I, I and Because I, honestly, like we talked about on episode one, I don't even know CM Punk fucking is healthy after the dominic match you know yeah he's, no, he's got to stay not injured i'm not saying we got to rush to the punk story uh i do think that that's a story to tell before punk wraps it up because i think punk's on his last contract yeah. i think whatever his time is he's done because he knows that this is it uh which has for, a myriad of reasons. That up. Hmm? Well, for a myriad of reasons yeah this is it for a number of good reasons uh so I do think that you would want to do that if you if 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 all participants willing and able, 
you'd want to try and squeeze that in uh, to their careers before they're they're out. And I don't see a world where Triple H doesn't go. Yeah, Roman's going over to you. <laughs> like, I don't see a world where he's like, wouldn't it be good, though, if Punk uh, was proven to be right all along about you? Like, that's also one of the reasons why I want it to come down to Roman and Punk towards the end there, because there's no way that anybody tells Roman he's laying down for Punk. Like, you just don't fucking see it. But Well, and that's that's what kind of bugs me out about the Seth Rollins booking. Are we, I mean, people are really wanting, I mean, Clump, you just said it too, right? Punk beats uh, Rollins. Fuck, man. He's going to look up at the lights for CM Punk? That guy loves doing business, I guess. I feel like you do a cash-in. I feel like if the title's got to get to Punk, a cash-in's got to happen to get it off of Seth. And that person gets it to Punk. But I don't even think Punk should be getting the title. Here's the other deal. I think that title is um, hurt more by Punk having it. Uh, and not ever, but now that punk, that title already means nothing. Seth's title means jack shit still because it's just a title that Seth won in a tournament because he's not as good as Roman. And it's still that until again, the moment has to be bigger than the rain. His reign means the opposite of Romans. His reign means nothing. And his moment was nothing. You have to give meaning to that. So you have to have somebody cry about winning it. You need a Jey Uso who's never held a tingle single title his entire career, a Sami Zayn who's never held a, who, who would never be a world champion. He is the actual thing that punk thought he always was right. The guy that was never going to make it and he's living it. And this, this many years down, you like those kinds of guys are the ones you're going to have to take the title for it to suddenly mean something because they, they worship it. This is my proof like how dana brooke made the 24 7 title mean something for a minute there because she had that whole post about i've never held a title for wwe and i'm crying i have this title and we're all like it's a 24 7 title you go yeah but it means so much to her that now you go that's kind of cool you know i don't think arguably it means a lot to punk but i think exactly punk could have well no i think punk could add value to it to a large group of people because you gotta you gotta go with that pop I don't like Punk. I don't want him in the company, nor do I want him to hold belt, but I think it would be a way to add weight in a weird way. Like, just because of who he is, the name value of him, because outside the people outside of wrestling who kind of follow him or who got away from it will be like, oh, Punk has a belt? But I think what what you're missing is that Punk was always the guy to hold the title that wasn't the main title. When Punk was a world champion, it's when when like triple h was the wwe champion i mean like he always held the the one that wasn't in the main event you had the title on punk and even talked about it you know he was he stayed kayfabe which is funny randy orton knocked him out and he wakes up and the title's been put in a match without him well they just didn't want him in the match because fuck it you know what i mean like it was if you give punk another one of those titles it's just not the title it's a disservice to the title and punk like, I hear you, and I think that, yeah, a lot of people will be like, oh, how great is it he's the champion? But he's that champion. He's not the champion. He's still the guy who's the champion in the middle of the show, not the yeah. guy who's closing out the show. Like, Triple H, or The Rock and Cena, I think, went on after Punk title match. You know what I mean? Those so, kinds of things were happening. So this is something, because 
when Klump said it, it made a lot of sense to me, right? Like there's a section of the fan base that's going to be completely behind it. The problem is I don't see it because I don't see it in CM Punk, right? I, I don't see the way he delivers things or the matches that I've seen past and present that warrants that type of support. Um, again, he's able to deliver words on a microphone without messing up. It's incredibly hard to do, you know, and he never really has to think about what he's saying. He's very fluid when he talks. But like Marcia said, from promo one, he's not explaining even in my minute detail how he's changed or the only thing he's telling us is his overall objective, which is just one sentence. I want a main event WrestleMania. So even with what he said uh, to Seth on Monday, I know we're not on Monday yet, but even what he said there, it's like, I don't believe you because I haven't seen that. So for everyone who has and holds on to that, that shit was 10, 12 years ago. I'm sorry, but if my favorite football player comes back after a 10 year layoff, guess what? He's not going to be the same basketball, baseball. Otherwise, this is athletic competition. You're not that guy. Plus, you just played somewhere else and showed me that you suck. You're not yeah. the best in the world. So that's kind of like my issue with all of it is like I'm down for it again. He's in, he's on my TV shows now. Right. Like I don't have to go to a channel. He shows up on my channels. So I'll give it the opportunity because it's on my TV. I'm not I'm not in yet. I'll watch. Mm -hmm. I'll keep watching. I did it with Cody. Right. My favorite thing Cody's done was the tag with Jey Uso. You see this complete different sense of who Cody is. And now I see this character shifting in a different way. No, but hey, look, my story is still on. But guess what? This is the way we're going. OK, he fucked up with the Randy promo without getting too off track. Like there's there's the ability to get us who aren't going to believe him as champion to that level. Punk has to do that work as well. Because to my, to at least my perspective, half that building should still be fucking booing him, but they chant his name, mm -hmm. not for long, but they chant his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, and I do think, like Clump said, I think we get to a place where he's the he's the heel there. Um, I don't know. I like that. That was interesting, and I think that I think of everything that I've been talking because I went on a long conversation with some people over the weekend where i was like how do you because i even told them i was like why does roman have to win like because his character doesn't mean anything without it and i was like but isn't that a detriment to the roman character and isn't that a detriment to the title and it was like this we kind of were going around in circles a little bit where they're like he's too important to lose he's too big to fail right and i was like but then what's his value afterwards and i was like what you're telling me is that he's here and has to remain there but what you're also telling me is that the second that goes away the floor falls out beneath him and he's worthless yeah. Like that to me sounds like a bad thing. We've built him too big that it, he becomes valueless if one little thing changes. And that to me seems like, is he not that great then? Right. Is he, is it a glass house? Is it the house of cards kind of concept? And I was like, which may be part of the story. Maybe he does crumble and fall apart. But as it stands right now, how is this? Because to me, this character is strong enough to stand on its own. But it's kind of not going anywhere. So yeah, because of uh, the weighted value. Yeah, like, and I think yeah. that I think it's like you said. I think Randy kind of answers the questions to all those sides. Yeah, he's a fucking legend killer. He's untouchable. He doesn't need his title reign to be bigger than Roman's for it to be actually incredibly important. Because isn't he at fifteen? Wouldn't that he's tie at him? Fourteen still. I think he's at fourteen still. Randy Orton title reigns. This is 10. That's not fucking right. <laughs> we got a few more of us. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Orton's recognized as having 14. So you're right. So I put him at 15, which puts him one away from Cena. So then he could also take it off of Punk. Unite them again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that would put him right there behind Cena. And I think that's not a bad deal, you know, and I think yeah. he's believable. And I think, I think Randy's the answer, dude. Producer Lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I and subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink.